Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined again by You Can't Bake Me Nothing, Mr. Frank Sanders. How are you doing, Frank, on this Wednesday afternoon? Man, I need three drinks and an OGs to make this day just kind of feel a little better. It's been a lot going on. It's been a lot of stuff that's been going on, man. But I'm happy to be here with you, JV, and rocking the mic. Looking forward to talking about what we got to talk about, man. It's uh, actually an exciting moment right now in regards yeah. to the sports world because we actually finally got an answer to something that has been digging around all you know for a long time right now. Yes, yes. As we feverishly wait for Mr. Bo Brock to make his tr- way back to the desert, he should be back up and running uh, in Phoenix tomorrow. Frank and I get to digest the news of a former number one overall pick out of Oklahoma switching teams today. Uh, thank God that's not Kyler Murray. It is one Baker Mayfield drafted by the Cleveland Browns first overall in 2018 has since been traded as of this morning, be even Rappaport uh, among many outlets to the Carolina Panthers for what is equated to a fifth round draft pick in 2024. The Browns supposedly are eating some of Baker Mayfield's contract. I think this whole thing is insane just on surface level. When you talk about Deshaun Watson probably won't play this year so I don't know what Cleveland is doing, but it does make things interesting as it relates to the Arizona Cardinals and a potential third matchup that is now cemented Kyler Murray versus his former teammate at Oklahoma Baker Mayfield, October 2nd at Carolina. Um, and it Frank, quite frankly, this is going to be an interesting matchup for a ton of different reasons. Most importantly, the Cardinals have not beaten the Carolina Panthers since October 6th of 2013, yet they're undefeated against Baker Mayfield. So something's got to give here, doesn't it? It does. And I hope it doesn't, I hope it doesn't go their way again because it has been a shellacking by teams that we thought in regards to the, the his the last couple of years of the Carolina Panthers, we thought we should have their numbers. And yeah. what what it seems like has happened has not been in our favor with their as as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals beating the Carolina Panthers, this will be a, another good rivalry. And again, ESPN or whoever has that, or whoever has that broadcast, is definitely going to blow it up at that time. If if Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback at, at in that moment for the Carolina Panthers, it'll be a good rivalry. It'll be a good conversation to see what happens. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, Baker was what he was over in Cleveland. And he still has a lot of potential to do. You're talking about a quarterback that put up 14,000 yards, a little bit of 92 touchdowns, a little bit shy of 60 interceptions. Um, last year they finished eight and nine. He gave him he gave them a lot of good opportunities. His body was beat up. So the Carolina Panthers they're getting a, a scrappy dude. He's just going in, into another situation where there are supposed to be other scrappy dudes fighting for that job to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, it's interesting. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, as we mentioned, have squared off twice already. Once in 2019, the Arizona Cardinals hosted the Browns. I believe it was in December of that year. The Browns were under 500, as were the Cardinals, Kingsbury's first year. Cardinals put up 38 points in that matchup. They won that game 38-24. to Baker Mayfield, respectable day, 30-43 passing, two touchdowns. Kyler Murray, though, had the better quarterback rating and QBR as he tossed the touchdown in the Cardinals' route. It was really Kenyon Drake that day. Four touchdowns right. on the ground. 
But then you go back to last year, which was the emphatic just stomping of the Cleveland Browns on the road. Remember, no Cliff Kingsbury. Kyler Murray went into the Browns stadium, put up four touchdowns to no interceptions. J.J. Watt with the huge um, strip sack of Baker Mayfield kind of knocking him out with that shoulder injury. It, it, it was a dominant performance. And here's what I will say. I think Baker Mayfield is a top 20, 25 quarterback, certainly deserves to start in the NFL but man, oh man, if you just do a litmus test as it relates to both of these players, both of them going year in over year, first overall pick, there's just not a comparison in talent, in athleticism, in decision making. Kyler Murray, who does throw an occasional interception, is not nearly as turnover prone as Baker. And really, the biggest compliment I can give Kyler is Kyler Murray elevates others. Kyler Murray took this Arizona Cardinal franchise and has improved their win total each of the first three years in route to the playoffs this year. The biggest criticism I think that we've heard out of Cleveland, and now you know as it relates to where he's going in Carolina, Baker needs a lot of things to go right. He needs a running game. He needs a robust receiving core. He needs a defense. You know, I remember watching the, the Browns at the Packers last year, late in the season, and and Baker Mayfield threw I think five interceptions in that game. It was a one possession game. So I do think Frank. This gives the Cardinals a really good chance to, to, to beat up on Carolina. They did not have a good showing last year. P.J. Walker, Cam Newton, run-heavy offense with a mobile quarterback. That's not Baker Mayfield. And the Cardinals and Vance Joseph have kind of reaped the benefits of, of playing the, the former number one overall pick. You said a mouthful in a lot of that, but it was absolutely on point with a lot of things you said. Look, Baker Mayfield needs a lot. And it's the sad part about it was – the Cleveland Browns gave him everything he wanted. Yeah. Three, I mean, two great receivers in the NFL, two running backs over a thousand yards, a tight end that can just beat the hell out of people, and a defense that has some dogs. And he did nothing with it year after year. One year he took him in, got him close into the playoffs, and got a victory, and that was about it. After that, he's stinking it up. We talked about Kyler Murray having, you know, a little bit. Here, here's Kyler Murray stats in the three years that he's played: eleven thousand, eleven thousand passing yards, eleven thousand five actually. To be a little shy of that, 70 touchdowns, 34 interceptions. We go back to Baker. He's 14,000 in four years, 92, 92 touchdowns with 56 interceptions. And the stats just don't match. I mean, just in, in regards to what you bring to the table, two-time Pro Bowler, Kyler Murray, Rookie of the Year, those are the things that Baker did not do. Uh, it's unfortunate that you got to say that a quarterback needs all those weapons and still be considered worthy to be a starting quarterback. Look, that's the Eli Manning philosophy. Yeah. I'll throw the ball a billion times, but please give me a hell of a defense in the top five. Give me some bad behind or badass wide receivers on the outside, guys that are 6'4". I can throw Hail Marys up, and I can still lead the league in the interceptions. That's the Baker Mayfield mentality, unfortunately. I don't think it's going to be amazing over in Carolina. I hope that, and I, and I say that respectfully because, again, he's going into an offense that's still a college-style offense, offensive-minded coach trying to adjust his mindset to game planning versus the NFL, and that's the transition that most college coaches struggle with. That would be the situation that I think he's going to face. He's probably going to be the guy him and Sam Donald be buddies, but at the end of the day, you're still going to see the Carolina Panthers struggle. Uh, they might have a good showing once or two because they got some players, but not enough in regards to this team to be, uh, to be a, a, an opponent in the NFL that we need to be paying attention to. When I get to some of these comments, Elon five, Kyler didn't have much as rookie year, still look better than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's evident. I mean, the, the Browns beat the Bengals late last year, and I don't think anybody said that Baker was better than Joe Burrow. It was very much 
the Browns infrastructure, their coaching staff, which I think is underrated. Um, he's a game manager in a lot of ways. Uh, low tone Capone says Kyler about to put three more rematches in his new contract. Uh. Listen, this is this is the best of both worlds because the Cardinals have had such good success against Baker Mayfield, and you get them against a team that, again, you have not beaten in upwards of nine seasons. Not only that, Mr. Frank Sanders, every loss has been by at least double digits. We of God, course had the wild we had the wild card loss in 2015 uh, when Ryan Lindley started. That was a disaster. The following year, the Cardinals were blown out 49 to 15 in the NFC title game. And then we've got 30 to 20, 38 to 20, 31, 21. Then last year, Colt McCoy and company probably over, you know, looked past PJ Walker and Cam Newton, and they got beat up at home 34 to 10. So yeah. Matt Rule on the hot seat. I, you know, I talked about this on our daily bet show earlier today with Shane Diefenbach. I do think Carolina will be more competitive, but I just I think this takes them from like six wins maybe to seven, uh-huh. maybe eight. Um, Baker walking around the NFL holding on to Kyler's belt loop. Well, Kyler Murray, it's funny you should say that, low tone Capone, did tweet out this today, workout, and then kind of the emoji as it relates to Baker Mayfield. So they are still buddies. He, you know, I think there's probably a misconception that they're rivals. They had a great relationship by all accounts at Oklahoma. Uh I'm sure Kyler Murray learned a lot from Baker Mayfield and then took it to the next level. Elon five saying Kyler being undefeated against Mayfield might trump the cards losing streak against the Panthers. Well, that's, that's the hope, right? Because I, I do think the Cardinals do better against the the Baker Mayfields of the world, the the non-mobile kind of quarterbacks, the the quarterbacks that have given the Cardinals and Vance Joseph trouble, the guys that can move around um, a little bit. Uh, Another comment here via Jason Baker had an elite offense in front of him. Didn't do much with it. Well, I would agree with that, I, but I think, you know, the cover's not necessarily bare, Mr. Frank Sanders in Carolina. You've got D.J. Moore. You've got uh, Robbie Anderson. They took Terrace Marshall at LSU a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And then, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Do you think Baker Mayfield can get Carolina to the playoffs, especially in that awful NFC South, or is it just looks like no. another lost season for Carolina? I, I think in regards to Baker right now, he's – he was ready to get out of Cleveland because Cleveland Browns are over him. And that's just, that is what it is. If I was him, I'd have been smart enough to say, Hey man, I'm, I'm a team player. I'm all in with the Cleveland. I'm not giving up $19 million to go make this little chump change over here. And if they was begging for me to stay, I would have stayed because I still got roots there. I got an opportunity to make something happen. I got a one year deal for 19 million. I'd rather take that over the, I guess I'm getting 10 right now, uh, or 14 million right now in, in regards to his contract with the Carolina Panthers. That in itself says now you're going to go against Sam Donald, another number one pick that's still trying to prove himself. They drafted a, they drafted a kid that that has talent. He has to prove himself as well. And so Matt Rule is on the hot seat. Can Baker pull this team out? No, because I think that the word is already out about him. This is the same guy that statistically you saw it. OBJ dad, they put it online and showed you that this guy if he has a vendetta. Does not it does not matter about winning. I will hold it against you. I won't throw the ball your way. I will not give you the plays you're supposed to get the plays that are supposed to happen for you. I won't do it. There are a lot of guys in the league that have spoken negative negatively against against Baker, and that's because he got it came to pass exactly what it was. They gave him a a hell of a and everyone knows. I mean Chubb. You got your boy OBJ and and just a plethora of players that was there, and he just didn't do anything with it, and it became a negative, negative, negative effect. And when guys see that in the locker room, you lose that. So he has to go and try to win the respect of a team that I don't know the rah 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 shish boom ba. 
give them hell, give them hell, go fight, go fight song might be the thing that might win it because he got a coach that's from college and he needs to be out there fighting and, and arguing. But guess what, guys? I don't see it because I just, again, the AFC, the NFC South is a, uh, they have better players over there and better coaches and better and, and better quarterbacks than Baker Mayfield. Three turnovers in that 37-14 to 14 loss to the Cardinals. We shall see. October 2nd at Carolina is the matchup. Looking forward to it. We also are looking forward to this tomorrow, July 7th, 4 p.m. for Peaks Brewing Company in Tempe. PHNX NHL Draft Day Live. We've got Leah. We've got Craig Morgan and company in route, we think, to the draft in uh, the – where where is the draft? Uh, I think they're heading to. Is it Toronto, Emma? Tell us, producer Emma. They're not Toronto. To Montreal. Montreal. Thank Montreal. you. Didn't want to butcher that. Producer Emma, thank you for hopping on. We are excited though. You do not have to go to Montreal to party with us at PHNX. You can head on over to Four Peaks in Tempe. Watch the Coyotes pick third overall. Maybe it's a franchise changer. Be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully, it's not a Baker Mayfield esque pick for the Coyotes. Jason saying Baker will become Case Keenan 2.0. This is his start as a journeyman <laughs> in the NFL. That is very coincidental, Jason, because Case Keenum uh, dethroned and looked better than Baker Mayfield at times last year in Cleveland. I thought, Frank, the perfect place for Baker Mayfield would have been in New Orleans with Sean Payton, as Sean Payton continued to coach there. And then you just hear all this off this field garbage. Say what you want about Kyler Murray. If Kyler Murray was made available, there would be 25 plus teams that would get in line and say, yes, please. We're going to give out picks. We're going to get about money. We want Kyler Murray. Baker Mayfield had 12 plus vacancies this offseason. Nobody wanted him. Yeah. This, this was a throwaway move. Carolina's like, what do we have to lose? We could all be fired here, you know, in six months from now and uproot our family and our lives. Let's just throw away a fifth round pick in 2024. We don't care. We'll see what he's got. So I just it just tells you the difference of, and it, you you remember when he came out, that was at a pretty unconventional pick first overall, and then doubling down with Kyler Murray, smaller and less tape. I mean, there were more people, Frank Sanders, that thought Baker Mayfield was going to hit much more so than Kyler Murray as an NFL quarterback. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he, he had showed himself to have a lot of a lot of leadership. I mean, and a, and a lot of leadership, a lot of spunk. Um, he had that. He had a he had a a lot of things that was intangibles, and he can make the throws. And he did. A, he had a great workout day. So there were a lot of things that about him that you could have saw that he would have transpired into the NFL quarterback and and winning a locker room. And I think he had some of those moments. But then at, at the end of the day, there's the other things that's behind the scenes that you watch that. The players watch and they notice, and then you start fighting for that same guy. Unfortunately, guys, that unfortunately that happens in the NFL locker room. What they want, they see the shadiness of a quarterback. They they see the shadiness of a player that won't come to practice, or he's getting favorites. And the guys sometimes that they don't see the coaches get on these guys the same way they're doing with other players, and he's not being held accountable to the same standard that we're talking about. JV guys just shut it down, man, and so they fight. And they fight for their family. They fight not to get hurt. They fight for the contracts that's on the table. But that's just you know that's the situation right there. Where uh, unfortunately, um, hopefully Baker can be something special. But again, Kyler Murray just the guy made all the throws. Man, it was a good crescendo. He got his he got his he got his coach with him and Cliff Kingsbury. And you know again they got a pass in some ways. But we also know without a doubt this offense would not look nearly as half as it good 
half as it, it does without with um with another quarterback besides Kyler Murray running this offense, and that's the Cliff Kingsbury air raid offense. Totally agree. Uh, what else I agree on is heading on over to the DraftKings Sportsbook at Dabbling. I do like – I don't like Carolina to make the playoffs per se, but at plus 450, I like those odds for you. If you're interested, first time, go on on DraftKings. Use that promo code PHNX. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You make your first deposit, and you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Again, talking risk-free, something that's plus 450. Carolina, if you think, okay, maybe they can rack up a couple dubs mm-hmm. against Atlanta, against New Orleans, that might be something to dabble on. That's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. And one more quick plug tomorrow for Peaksbury in Tempe. Must be 21 years and older. Enjoy responsibly. Go bring out the family. Celebrate the NHL draft with PHNX. We are excited. Well, Mr. Sanders, I'm excited to talk to you about a little graphic that, listen, it was floating around the Twitterverse this morning. I Uh think it came from Pro Football Focus. But it's this dicey little, in light of, I should preface this by saying, in light of the college football landscape changing, you've got UCLA and USC Uh going to the Big Ten what if they did an NFL division realignment and uh, somebody carved this up here for our audio only podcast, it's everything geographically done, which I think makes a lot of sense. But as it relates to the Arizona Cardinals in this scenario, based off of geographical proximity, they would be removed from the NFC West. They would be the one team pulled out. They would go to the AFC West, joining the Kansas City Chiefs the now Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers would go to the NFC West. So looking at this Frank Sanders, and there's a bunch of other changes in other divisions, would you take that if you're Michael Bidwell and company? Would you go to a team that, again, has Russell Wilson or a division that has Russell Wilson, a division that has Patrick Mahomes, a division that has Derek Carr, or would you rather sit tight in an NFC West that, you know, if Trey Lance misses – You've got two teams in, you know, San Francisco and Seattle that might not be very good. Uh, I, I, let me think. I would not do it now only because Aaron Rodgers is older as well as Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a young stud in the quarterback. I don't want any part of the AFC. I agree with you. <laughs> right. They got young studs right now in the AFC that's just literally you got to go through the gauntlet of that 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 longevity of quarterbacks and the youth that they have. And that, that to me, I think is um, a little bit more, uh, I would not want that problem. I think that not, now that I know that Tom Brady is almost out of, and he's in the NFC right now, uh, A-Rod's also in, the, in in our division in the NFC, and he's getting ready to get out. Yeah. Again, well, we do have some young studs that are coming up um, out of, in, in our division, and that's Dak Prescott. You still got Jalen Hurts. You know, you got you got those guys in itself that, will, that can cause you problems as well, getting into it. So, um, I wouldn't want to mess with the AFC right now because they got a lot of young, a lot of young guns and their quarterbacks right now. And these guys are about to be the thirty to fifty million dollar club without a problem, uh, probably forty to fifty million dollar club. And by the time Burroughs and Hurts his money, you're thinking about fifty to sixty million dollar club in quarterbacks because these guys are just going to be they're going to be worth that much money. And and so no, I wouldn't want that trade. It looks good optically in, in regards to a little bit of close of traveling, but I think that it still doesn't stop you know, how far you have to go and how the NFL still mixes up the uh, the division. 
I like some of these comments here, Frank Sanders. Remember when the Cardinals were in the NFC East? Frank Sanders remembers that because he played once upon a time in the NFC East with what were the Washington Redskins, the Dallas Cowboys, and who else was in that division? The New York Giants. The New York Giants. So then Philadelphia was out of division. The Cardinals were in the NFC East. Hey, I would take the NFC East today Mm -hmm. uh, as it relates to those dysfunctional organizations. But I'm with you, Frank. I'm looking at this. And I'm saying to myself, I don't want any part of the AFC. I don't want to play Russell Wilson again. Certainly don't want to play Patrick Mahomes. I think we are hopefully now, especially with Seattle committing to Drew Locke and Geno Smith, maybe getting some breathing room in the NFC West. And certainly seven playoff teams in the NFC and the AFC focusing on the NFC. Mm -hmm. We're an Aaron Rodgers and a Tom Brady retirement away from. This is Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, and what Dak Prescott's conference? Yep. That's yes. it. And yeah. you know, we're gonna have some young quarterbacks come in through the draft, and people will, you know, supplant some of these other guys, the Kirk Cousins of the world. You know, I'm high on Justin Fields, but I hate the Bears organization. I think they're horribly run. So I think that's that's a big part of like the theme of the offseason. We've talked mm-hmm. about it. It's like the Cardinals feel like they just want to keep it status quo. They're not certainly gonna blow it up, but they're not gonna sell out the farm for this year. Because they feel like on paper, and Vegas agrees, Vegas has them right around a nine-win team. That's good enough to make the playoffs in 2022. Uh, I In the AFC, you, I mean, we, we saw it last year. A bunch of teams with, with winning records missed the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I think that's the part that you got to look at, man. Like, again, we got a young stud in our quarterback, too, and I'm not afraid to put him out there with anybody. And we got some, we got some pretty good – we got a really good young group of guys in here. This is not the old heads that we had back in the days that we thought, you know, these guys were 11-year, 10-year, 12-year guys. No, we've, we're kind of flipping them out of there with some with a bunch of young talent. So, But I'm okay with my quarterback and what he brings to the table versus these guys. I just know you got to see them twice a year. And what you said is absolutely on point, JV, is the fact that there was a lot of teams last year out of the AFC with winning with winning records that couldn't even get into the playoffs. And I think that's a that's something that, you know, if you're fighting for the championship and you want to have those opportunities, I think we're, we're, we're living our best moments right now. If we can get Kyler on the contract, uh, the money that that's on the table for what will happen out of the NFC, the youth that the talent is coming up in regards to Jalen Hurst, Dak Prescott, those two teams, that, that's going to be a, that's going to be a rivalry to, to, to be matched with. Again, Trey Lance, Trey Lance could be something he can try to be pretty special. So um, I think that, the NFC, I wouldn't want to change where we are right now because it just it just looks like that's the road to the Super Bowl. It's almost like watching, you know, it's like watching Tom Brady leave the AFC at the right time and coming into the NFC when Drew Brees leaves out. His only real challenge or nemesis is, is Aaron Rodgers, and if he can get through Aaron Rodgers, then he has a good chance of winning. Lo and behold, Matthew Stafford goes to the Ram, who knew would yeah. actually put it together in a year or so and then end up winning a championship. That that in itself was uh, – I, I don't think he counted that. No, no. For those of you who don't know, the Cardinals left the NFC East after 32 years mm-hmm. in that division in 2002. Again, they were with the Dallas Cowboys. They were with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins. Or no, I'm sorry, the New York Giants, the uh, Washington Redskins, and the Dallas Cowboys. And after 32 years, were finally moved to the NFC West, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers the coincidental part of that whole thing is the Rams were in St. Louis when that move happened so I don't know I feel like they're probably there to stay I I can't see the NFL doing divisional realignments unless they were to add teams 
Um, but Elowan Five saying the Cowboys were our rival. Well, Mr. Frank Sanders beat the Dallas Cowboys in that infamous playoff game in 1998. So uh, Cardinals have had pretty good success against the Cowboys since the late 90s and onward. And uh, speaking of success, you have some success right now. Popping an OGs via OGBrands.com. They just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor Pina Colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut brand. Again, check out OGs online at OGBrands.com. Check them out on Instagram, OGBrands. We just had a fantastic party with the folks at OGs downtown Scottsdale. Had a great time at the Maya Day Pool and Spa Club. Uh, you can also find their products at your local dispensary. A reminder, you got to be 21 years or older to dabble in the OGs. Um, so you want to do that safely and securely. And speaking of safety, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 21 and older are also eligible for the COVID-19 booster. So visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. Uh, take it from firsthand experience. COVID is not fun. But it's made that much easier getting protected with the vaccine. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine. Well, Frank Sanders, as we feverishly await training camp, which does start in a little over three weeks, we're also waiting for a Kyler Murray contract extension. We're all on bated breaths. That's right. Um, well, I don't think we got any closer today. But this little nugget <sighs> came out from Ian Rappaport that I'm not sure you saw. Eric Burkhart, who reps... Kyler Murray, as well as Bradley Chubb. Of course, Mr. Burkhart has been in the news this entire offseason for how he's handled the Kyler contract. Think of what that of that, what you will. He is joining, as of this morning, Rock Nation Sports as their head of co-head of football. Eric Burkhart's move is significant for Rock's presence in football. The agency also reps. Saquon Barkley, Jair Alexander, Ronnie Stanley, among others, a bunch of standouts within the NFL. This is Jay-Z's Rock Nation Sports. Now Eric Burkhart and, of course, Kyler Murray are going to be a part of that group. <laughs> How, what's the significance, if any, of that? Are you are you buying any significance to Eric Burkhart joining Jay-Z's Rock Nation group? Or you think this could make things potentially more difficult on the Cardinals trying to get a deal? I definitely think it makes it more difficult for the Cardinals because these guys are going to fight for what is right for the player and what they know that he's worth, just as valuable. Watch this here. Rock Nation tells you that if Kyler signs, if Eric Burkhart goes with them, and or he is the co co head head, head co what is it co head something co head of football, yeah, co head of football. So just imagine this here: the marketing, the television, the TV revenues, that kind of that stuff right there. If if they're with if they're with Rock Nation right now. You're about to see something that's just going to be pretty spectacular. Michael Bidwell has to get on board with the idea that they're trying to change something or change the change the flavor. These guys got they got their own marketing plan, their own marketing uh, their own marketing sponsors that that all these guys are going to start repping Saquon as well as Kyler Murray. Will you like that? Will you, or not? I tell you what, he's going to make more money off the field. Nah, he came. There's nothing. Well, no, do but I, I do think it, I think it bodes well for his endorsements, his eventual endorsements. Yes. He is not, you know, as much as we, you know, love Kyler Murray, his presence, you know, his his ability to win games for the Cardinals. He's not a national brand yet. He's a collegiate brand with his Heisman campaign and everything he did at Oklahoma, and he's a local Valley brand. 
clearly recognizable, and he's recognizable, I, I would think, for the a- average NFL fan. But he is not clearly on the level of fame and stardom as a lot of these other quarterbacks, and most of that comes with winning. So I would push back and say, okay, well, the wins need to come. We don't want this to be another scenario in which it's just coincidentally Baker Mayfield who got all those endorsements and commercials before he won a damn thing and was just shipped out of town for you know 10 cents on the dollar. What I will say is this. I don't think if I don't think it affects Frank Sanders, the contract. This has been outlined. They're on the cusp of, of completing a deal. I've heard good things. I expect this to get done before July 26 when training camp starts for veterans. I think, though, this puts pressure on the organization to continually win and be relevant. And I think that I've always felt this way. If the organization does not keep up their end of the bargain and consistently puts out a good product on the field, they're going to hear about it from Kyler Murray. Just like Deshaun Watson went to Houston, signed a big deal, and then the team stunk it up, and he's like, get me the hell out of here. I don't want to be affiliated with you. And this was, again, before all the allegations. Like, they won four games, and they're trading away Hopkins, and they're cutting J.J. Watt, and Deshaun's like, I'm out of here. My brand is bigger than you. And, And Kyler Murray has that same kind of gravitas and power and then, of course, the ace in his sleeve, so to speak, with, with Major League Baseball and the Oakland Athletics. So I don't think it affects his contract, but you have one of the biggest moguls in you know the country's history of the last 30 years in Jay-Z in your corner with Rock Nation, LeBron James, their association with them. Mm-hmm. It's just like at the end of the day, like you got to keep up. You got to keep up with Kyler Murray's brand. I do think this maybe bodes well for new uniforms, but I, I that's probably me just <laughs> hoping and praying that that happens. But I, Michael Bidwell and company, I mean, they know what they're getting into with Kyler Murray, but the, the expectation is I don't think they do, every year. JB. You don't, don't think, think so? I, no, I don't think they do because I think that, like, when when you look at it, you say Rock Nation, you got to imagine the level of branding that's about to take place. This is a small market still. That's why the number one team in the NBA could be the number one team in the NBA and still get shitted on. I have pretty much by the entire NBA league and no one feared them. No one cared about them. No market besides Boston or LA. LA still was getting more primetime television than, than the Suns was. And they were the number one team in the league. That tells yeah. you that this market is small. It's growing in volume wise in regards to real estate. But when it look, when you come into my fanship, bringing in more media, more marketing, more, more stuff like that, this is still a small market and it does not cater to a guy of Kyler Murray status. If Kyler Murray was in New York, he'd be absolutely a freak. And you, you'd see him on so many more commercials that it'd be $250,000 to $500,000 to get him for an appearance fee, an autograph signing, because that's what the money would dictate. This market doesn't do that. You know what we're grateful for? Larry Fitzgerald. Because Larry Fitzgerald is just Larry Fitzgerald. And if yeah. he was any, if he wanted to be an Odell Beckham, then it'd be something different. You couldn't keep Larry here. He had to. He would have to leave because he'd be demanding more. He'd want more. I've had players that's, that have come here in this market and thought to themselves, "We can change it," but it's just it's small. You got four beat writers in in the, in the locker room asking you questions. If you're in, in New York, you got fifty four different writers in there, just and they're all on the same. You got two of two going one way, and another going another way. They're all writing for the same newspaper, but they got it. They got to get this. They got to get this scoop out, and that's the difference. I mean, we're looking at again. Look back, the number one team in the NBA, and they was they was crapped on and still had small time television and, and different kind of and weird hours of playing basketball. While the Lakers, who suck, is getting prime time basketball so uh, uh, station. So I like it for Kyler. I think that they're going to argue differently if he gets in that situation. 
We're still waiting for him to sign his contract. And then the crazy part about it is you're talking about a guy that wants $100 million guaranteed in his contract, $300 million contract, five years, $300 million. And I don't think he's going to sell short on that conversation-wise. I think that, you know, you might not think Kyle to be the guy right now. It's because he's here. If he was someplace else, his his his, his marketing and endorsement power would just go crazy. Look, Baker went to, Baker went to <laughs> Cleveland and got an all-state deal. Argument was he was having more commercial time than he was as wins right. as a quarterback, right? Wins on Sundays, yeah. <laughs> right. So, like Jalen says in the chat, I think Kyler's maybe more picky about what he wants to endorse. I think there's some truth to that. I read he had to, he turned down several endorsements when he decided to endorse the body armor drink. That's the only one I can think of on top of like the mm-hmm. what is it the phase Twitch gaming thing he does and that's more I th- it feels like he does that for fun that's right. a hobby of his mm-hmm. Jalen Blair says he also gives Eric more resources to help with negotiations with Kyler Good I can tell you right now I'm on Rock Nation's website right now looking at the other uh football players they rep not NBA players let's just stick with football Jay you're Alexander Bradley Chubb would be the two biggest non-quarterbacks there is no one in Kyler Murray's class in terms of quarterback and Kyler Murray would be the biggest football brand, the biggest football star they would get under contract bar none. There's a lot of young players. There's you know Drake London. There's a bunch of guys that just came out in the draft, and I can see what they're building there. But, I mean, I'm sorry. If, if, if this is finalized and, and this new deal gets done, Kyler Murray reps Rock Nation. He is their biggest football signee bar none. And we'll have to see how that plays into – you know, his future long-term with the Arizona Cardinals. I want to remind everybody, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Check out gophnx.com right now. Become a member. 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months. Again, NHL draft party tomorrow at Four Peaks in Tempe. If you want to keep abreast on everything as it relates to Kevin Durant potentially becoming a member of the Phoenix Suns, as well as everything NHL with the third overall pick for the Coyotes, check out uh, Craig Morgan and company, the fantastic work they're doing from a written standpoint, podcasting with PHNX Coyotes at gophnx.com. You can also check out the PHNX merchandise locker, get one of these fresh tees. I've been told, Mr. Frank Sanders, we're going to get a new football Cardinal shirt before the season. Uh, a lot of good ideas in the hopper, but in the meantime, you can get that hat. Frank's repping right now, looking great. Um, Elawan saying Kyler is an introvert. Yeah, that, that goes without saying, but at the same time, he wants to get paid. He wants to be respected and he wants to win. And we win every day here, 4 PM live on PHNX Cardinals podcast audio only tomorrow with the return of Bo Brock. We'll be back live on Friday with the returning Frank Sanders. And, uh, yeah, until then we'll talk to you manana. See everybody.